Welcome to the Real Estate in Your Underwear podcast. Have questions about real estate you just need answered? Great. Thanks to Facebook Live, you can get all of your questions answered from the comfort of your home. Submit questions to our Facebook page or email them to us at beers.team at bhhsamb.com. For now, grab some snacks, pop a drink, and stay lounging. This is Real Estate in Your Underwear. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it's Matt. Welcome back. It's episode number five of Real Estate in Your Underwear. And I am yet to do this in my underwear, uh, but you're going to have to stay tuned to see that because that might be coming up soon. You just never know. You never know with us what might happen on a Thursday morning. So thanks again for joining us. Um, it's really, really cold out there and again, and, uh, the snow is pretty crazy. So, um, that got us thinking about, uh, you know, topics that, that make sense. The timing is right. So let's talk about today. I really want to get into, um, especially for homeowners out there, you know, how can we, um, take care of our home, take care of our families this winter, with all of the snow, I saw a friend of mine posted on Facebook that we've got uh, we've had like 38 inches of snow so far this winter, and what the record was it was it 47 inches, Brian? 47. 47 inches is the record. So we're like 11 inches short of of a record snowfall, and we might get that this weekend. So that would be sweet, right? Um, actually let us know if you think that would be sweet. I know we put the poll up, poll question on here is, uh, do you like the seasons or, um, is your answer, hell no, send me south for the winter. I'd love to get some opinions on that. That's, uh, that seems like an interesting topic. I flip flop. I enjoy the snow, but, uh, I guess to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind golfing in, in January, February either. Um, but, uh, anyhow. So let's get into it today because I've got uh, student teacher conferences a little bit later and those of you that are parents know I can't miss that. We got to check out the progress and um, hopefully we'll be rewarding little Avery after today. But uh, so I wanted to kind of throw out some some tips, some winter tips for you guys as homeowners. Um, so let's just dig into this. I, I took down some notes here. Um, what are some things that, that we're, we're worried about or that we, we need to be cognizant of in the winter? Let's, let's talk about with all this snow um, that we have going on right now. One of the big topics is ice damming. Um, back in 2009, 2010, I, which I think is the, was that the record year? 2009, 2010? Yeah. yeah, so 2009, 2010, um, I think I was still living in my first house and we uh, experienced ice damming for the first time. And honestly, I didn't even really know what that meant. Uh, but what I know now is that really sucked. Um, and I'll tell you why. We had, so I lived in a hearthstone and we had the vaulted ceilings, right? So in the vault, you know, you don't have much attic space. And what happened was when you've got all this snow packed in and you're heating your home up and you've got, extreme cold outside and then you've got the heat from the home um, and and obviously our roofs are going over 
the edge, which is why we have this thing, we have soffits, right? So your roof kind of goes like this. So this part's getting heated and this part's not getting heated. So what happens is the snow up here on your roof starts melting and it's being blocked. It's being blocked, get my visual here? It's being blocked by this stuff that's not getting melted. And so that snow that's melting into water, uh, it's gonna go somewhere, right? Water always goes to the path of least resistance. So instead of going down into your gutters and outside, um, it's leaking inside your shingles, which is going down into the deck boards, um, which then eventually, of course, is going into your ceilings and down your walls and wherever it can go, wherever gravity takes it, right? None of this is good. This is all very, very bad stuff. And um, I remember, you know, getting the, uh, seeing the, the leaks form on the, on the ceiling and, and getting the discoloration and a lot of us have the, the stamped down textured ceilings. And that's really hard to repair. And it never seems to look right. Um, so it's something we really want to avoid, right? Let alone having the water damage, potential mold issues, uh, just a number of different issues. So how do we prevent this? Well, um, I actually, in 2009, invested in a roof rake. So when we get this kind of snow when you're outside shoveling, you don't want to get up on on your roof, that's a terrible idea. That is a one-way ticket to the emergency room with a broken arm or worse. So please, for the love of God, don't get up on your roof right now. Um, I suggest, um, number one, maybe getting a roof rake. Um, these things are awesome, they're huge. They have big, long extension poles. I think they go like 20, 25 feet. I got one and um, what I'm told is they don't damage your shingles. And so you just kind of take the first layer off or as much as you can off, uh, uh, especially of the snow that's kind of going over the soffit. Uh, so that's job number one. Job number two, obviously proper attic insulation uh, is really important. Um, with that insulation, you're keeping the heat to um, the inside of your home as opposed to leaking up into the attic and causing that snow to melt sort of erratically on your roof. Um, is it roof or is it roof? What do we say? Roof? Roof? I don't know. Maybe put, I wish we could like put that up on the poll, Brian. Is it roof or roof? Uh, I'll try. I'll All right. See, see if we can do that. I don't know. That, people need to know. I know. I, I'm really interested and selfishly, I kind of want to know. Um, anyways, so you get that, make sure your insulation is um, adequate and make sure it's even, make sure there's no bare spots so heat doesn't leak into your attic space. And then once you have that done, another thing that's really important is your your, your attic. It needs to breathe, right? You you need some you need proper ventilation. Um, my homeboy Dan Thompson, who chimed in last week with some good questions, this is a big thing that that he uh, really presses upon us. Um, you know, make sure you've got good in, uh, good ventilation in your attic, and they do a great job at helping helping folks do that. But um, soffit vents are really important. So the vents under, right, remember this? The vents under here that let air kind of come out, let the cold air go out. Um, roof vents are, are always good, the ridge vents. Um, and uh, of course, if you have like some turbine vents or something like that, I mean, those are fantastic as well. Just make sure they're clean, make sure they're clear. Usually you wanna do that before winter starts, um, but uh, these are all things that are gonna, that are gonna help prevent um, that ice damming. Um, wrote down a few other tips here. 
um, fireproof your home. So this kind of has uh, many different meanings. Um, you know, when it gets really cold, like really cold, like it has been a little bit here this winter, and, you know, the sub-zero temperatures, it's really hard for your furnace to keep up. Um, they're just not meant for that kind of cold. So a lot of us are turning on our fireplaces, gas fireplaces sometimes. Um, we're turning on space heaters. Uh, we're, we're using a lot of different uh, other different heat sources. And um, one of the problems that that can create is, um, you know, sometimes we can allow carbon monoxide to leak into our home. And uh, certainly our furnace also you know, creates carbon monoxide. Depending on the furnace you have, sometimes it uh, needs air to dissipate. Um, the more high efficient units um, have the intake and exhaust going outside, and that's great. But you always have the potential for that CO to leak, and that can be deadly. Um, so that's that's really, really important stuff. So um, something that's, that's actually, it's code now. Um, we all should have in our home on every living level carbon monoxide detectors. Um, a lot of you have them in your, especially if it's a newer home, you have those uh, built into your smoke detectors. Um, it's a two-in-one deal. For those of you that don't, they're 20 bucks at Lowe's, Menards, whatever, um, Home Depot, and you can plug them in to your wall outlet. Please go do that like today. Um, it's such an easy thing to do that, you know, can prevent uh, real tragedy. So get carbon monoxide detectors. If you have one of the newer fireplaces, um, gas fireplaces, a lot of those have a, a battery backup. And the cool thing about this is, you know, we're expected to get like a real wet, heavy snow this weekend. And what that can do is, you know, that can stick on power lines and on trees and can cause some power outages throughout the metro. And if it's really cold and you don't have power, you don't have heat. And not only is it really cold, but you, then you can get into things like freezing water pipes and um, things that can really, really damage your home. Uh, so what I suggest is figure out if you have a battery backup on your fireplace. If you do, go get that battery and store it in a place where you can remember because you can use that to, to heat a good portion of your home when your power is out. So pro tip there. Um, what else? Um, keep the cold outside. Um, there's a couple of things that you can do to keep the cold outside. Um, there's some stealthy leaks in your home that you need to look out for. Um, any exterior outlets, right? They should be insulated. Um, there are certain things that you can do to, uh, to insulate around, in and around those areas, but they should definitely have some insulation because you can just go, when you go home tonight, kind of put your hand by some of your uh, exterior or, or outlets that are on exterior walls and, and, and check out how much those are leaking. I think you'll be surprised. Um, a lot of us have swing doors that, that can be um, pretty bad sources of leaks. Um, they're definitely, you know, ductwork um, that, that vents out, that goes out. Um, there's a lot of different little areas where, where you can see windows that, that leak quite a bit. So go around and caulk those things and Get them nice and sealed up tight. That'll help you stay warmer and um, it will absolutely lower your energy bills. And um, for those of you that have cold spots or you just can't seem to get enough heat into your home, 
one option. It's somewhat expensive, but it really, I think the ROI can be great on that. Your cash on cash return could be 20% um, if it's done right, but you could do an energy audit of your home. And these energy audits, I think, cost something like $400. Um, get a professional in there to check on your home and see where the leaks are, give you some pro tips on how to uh, further investigate those leaks and, um, you know, take care of them so you can really lower your bills and, and have a more sound uh, and, and tightly sealed house. Um, a lot of the newer homes are so tight that they have to actually bring fresh air in. Uh, which is pretty amazing. There's so much science and technology that goes into new homes. And um, I got a lot of that info rattling around in my head. So if you want to know more about um, what the newer homes are doing, especially like the company I work with, the home company, um, they do some really amazing things uh, because their homes are, are sealed up so tight. Um, you know, the winter can be, it, it can be really depressing, right? I think February is like the number one month for suicides, which is a terrible topic. Um, I don't really want to talk about it because I, I, I like to stay positive. So I just kind of screwed that up. That's my bad. Uh, but I want to think about ways that we can, how can we lift our mood in the winter when we're in our home? And it seems like the only time it's light out is when we're actually working, right? We go home and it's already dark and you just want to go sleep. Few tips there. Number one, um, let some light in. That will help with your energy costs as well. When the sun is out, you know, open those blinds up. Let some natural light in. Uh, let some life into your home. Um, let some warmth into your home. Um, clean your light fixtures. I thought this was interesting. Have you done that in the last like five years? If you haven't, give it a shot. Clean that dining room fixture. I think that will just brighten your mood. You'll look at it and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe all that dirt was on there. That is disgusting. And then after feeling sorry for yourself and how terrible of a, a homeowner you are, um, look up again at the light when it's clean. You'll feel a lot better. Um, cleaning your windows and screens. Uh, this is amazing. Um, it'll brighten up your home. Um, my buddy Dustin Linden with Linden Window Cleaning Service uh, does a great job. The way he cleans, he cleans the windows, he cleans the screens, um, washes them up. He does that in the winter. Um, it's it's a great value. It's pretty cheap. I don't want to use the word cheap, but it is what it is. I mean, he does it for a really great price. And I always suggest that to the people I know when they're selling the house. But if you're having a party or if you just want to brighten your mood up, um, you can usually get that done under 200 bucks, sometimes even around 100 bucks, depending on how many windows you have. So clean those windows, clean those screens out. It will help uh, extend the life of those as well. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. What else? Oh, this was an interesting one. Bring some plant life into your home. Uh, obviously, plants add life, um, which is fun and exciting, and um, it just makes you feel good. But they also, plants actually kind of suck out uh, some of the kind of the toxic vapors that that we create when we clean, um, when we um, when we paint, um, when we bring our dry cleaning in. Um, there's these sort of toxic vapors that are created, even like the smell good things. Those those create these these vapors that really aren't good, um, you know, for our breathing. And plants will kind of suck those out and then obviously pull some oxygen, extra oxygen 
into the home. So this is something I really thought about. I think that's, I think that's the one thing I'm going to take away from today is I, I need to get some more plant life into my home to sort of cleanse the air a little bit. Brian also has, what do you have these rock things? What are they oh, called? The Himalayan salt lamps. Himalayan salt lamps. They do this the same is thing. They kind of ionize, is that right? Ionize the air? They ionize it or they de-ionize it. De-ionize it? I don't it? remember. Something I'll about cleaner so. air. You know, this is, that's, I have no idea if that is real or not. I'm a little skeptical. So I would say um, GTS, if hopefully the kids aren't watching. Um, somebody, I, a, a friend of mine loves saying GTS, which basically is Google that shit, right? So go, you can Google anything. So Google that uh, on those salt lamps because I, I want to know about that as well. If you find out, please let me know. Um, but yeah, add some plant life to your home. Um, change your furnace filters. Uh, I think I've said this before. This is so important, especially in the winter, especially if you have pets. Um, your furnace is working overtime in this cold, cold weather, and it doesn't need to work any harder than it already is. And if your filter's dirty, it's blocking that airflow going into to the furnace, which is really making it work hard and start to cough. And uh, furnaces are expensive, so do yourself a favor and maintain that. Um, here's another kind of funny one that um, I, I didn't know about, but I thought made a lot of sense. When you're vacuuming in the winter, um, turn the air on your furnace. So it's real simple. You can go to your thermostat and, and uh, turn the... Um, fan to on, not auto. And when you vacuum, the furnace is kind of sucking in the dust and it's going into that filter. That's why you need to keep your filter clean. And that's um, also kind of cleaning the air in your home. Um, and of course, if you have a humidifier, make sure that's clean, make sure that's working, make sure it's on the winter setting. Your humidifier should have a summer and a winter setting. Um, you need moisture in your home in the winter it's so dry for your skin um, and uh, for a lot of other reasons so um, these are just you know a few helpful tips for you guys um, it's cold it's snowy um, it's kind of fun to watch it's not very fun to clean up it's not fun for our cars um, I, I, I think I've given up on trying to have a clean car this winter um, so we'll just kind of wait until spring which is probably going to be in about june um but uh brian do we have any any other questions or any other thoughts uh no no questions on here but lots of good activities so thanks viewers okay sweet um we'll probably throw out um on this uh, some some home maintenance tips for the winter maybe a few links that you guys can go to uh, so you've got some things in writing that you can kind of follow along with um and I'll finish by saying thank you for watching. Um, you know, we're trying to get better with these things. We're, we're, we're trying to come up with some timely topics for you guys each week. And please, please give us, give us some more topics. Um, we want to get your personal questions answered. Um, like this, comment, share this with a friend. Um, subscribe to our podcast. We're on basically all the podcast forms, right? All the podcasts. All the podcasts. Apple. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to that. Um, we're going to use this to, to build on this platform just to help as many people as we can. Um, you know, we want to we want to you know live a life of service. We want to we want to be in service to others, which is you guys, the people we know that we can help. And 
you know, like I've said many times to most of you, you know, I suck at a lot of things. Most things, actually. I suck at about 90% of things out there. But, you know, RT, we know real estate. Um, and we know um, the ins and outs of buying and selling homes and how to maintain the homes. And um, this is something that we're devoting a lot of time and energy to. So we want we want to take what we're learning and share that with you guys. Um, so please ask us questions. Let us know how we can help. We, we're, we're begging to help you. Um, so like, comment, share, subscribe, and um, let us know uh, what we suck at and uh, what you need more of. Um, I think that's it. Have a great week, everybody. Hunker down this weekend. And uh, they're out of shovels literally everywhere. So um, I don't know how you're going to figure that out. But if you're looking for a shovel for this weekend, you need to start today. All right. Peace out. Take care. That was Real Estate in Your Underwear podcast. Thanks for listening. We broadcast live on Facebook every week. So if you'd like to be part of the action, follow our page and keep an eye out for our next weekly event. We encourage you to send questions our way via Facebook, email, text, or phone call. And as always, if you or someone you know needs help buying, selling, or investing in a home, we want to be your experts. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.